Welcome back to Seat Time, and welcome to 2022. I'm going to try to bring y'all an episode a month, as well as interviews and read-alouds whenever they happen. Low pressure and high stoke as we enjoy getting seat time. This first episode of the year is with longtime off-road racer Max Gersten. We talk about how his new media position with the U.S. Hard Enduro Series came about, how Max plans to bring his personality to the course, to the racers, and to the fans, and how Max started desert racing at five years old. If you enjoy these episodes, please share them with a riding buddy or support Seat Time with one of the links in the show notes. Here's Max. We are recording. Mr. Max Gerson, welcome back to Seat Time. I have no idea how long it's been since you've been on the show, but we're excited to have you back. Dude, it's Thursday evening. It's the beginning of 2022. How the heck are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I've been... Uh running pretty hard lately and working a lot but uh it's all good it's all good i'm happy and busy and uh moving forward i love it yeah we're going to talk about your 2022 and some of the plans that you have going on but you had a great enduro cross year right the the way that 21 wrapped up with the way that you got third place overall there in the series uh you were at some of the west coast hard enduros looked like you pro i believe it was kind of eighth there in the west coast series so you had a good race-wise what you were looking for there but i know that if evolutions are happening going into 22 i just kind of have to ask like coming out of 21 what were your thoughts before maybe this hard enduro opportunity had presented itself well yeah i mean to start off with the whole enduro cross thing um you know that was the, the enduro cross was awesome it was a big focus for me this year so, along with hard enduro um new bike new team everything i mean it was a lot coming into this year especially starting my own program i was super fortunate to have gas gas come along and offer some support and um and uh you know i could set the bike up how i wanted to i had a lot of things i made a lot of my own choices coming into the year so i had a different sense of confidence coming in and i would it was it was more so it became more about doing it because racing because i wanted to and less about it being a job and um that in itself almost fueled the fire even more because i was just like enjoying it so much i had reliable equipment i had great you know everything i had good good things in in all parts of the program and um the endure cross season was fun it was super competitive all those guys are getting so fast and so good obviously and um i i've always liked enduro cross and uh you know i have a track at my property down the street so it was it's somewhat convenient for me to train for so uh, yeah i'm super stoked i mean to come out first year of having my own race program and get my and, and have my career best and end up on the podium for the year's end the series uh, for the series overall like super stoked on that i mean it's just it's very it's satisfying and i'm happy about that i didn't have as good of results as i wanted to in the hard enduro world um i had fun doing them i love the hard enduros but it's getting so competitive you got to show up on like wednesday to start walking the track um sucked the life out of me a little bit and i don't mean that in a bad way i mean that in a way just like it was so much work it was a lot of travel and working on the bikes so then coming into this year i was a little cold on going for it i was a little cold on doing the whole hardener series just because i knew that 
what I needed to do to be where I wanted to be and the results and how I wanted to perform, I had to like overhaul my life almost. I had to go into full training mode. I'd have to spend some time on the East Coast. I knew what I had to do to get to where I wanted to be, where I want to be. And, I'm, and, and I have other things going on. I have my business. I have some other ventures I'm working on. So it didn't really make sense for me to spread my eggs out that thin. Um, and it's so funny because right around the time I was thinking that, I talked to Matt Musgrove from the Hardenboro uh, series. And he's like, so what are you thinking for next year? I'm like, dude, I probably can't go to him. It's too much travel. It's too much work for me right now. I, I, I don't know if I have the resources and the time to, kinda, to do that. He's like, would you be interested in something like this? And it was funny because I had already kind of been thinking about something like that. I had already been working that up in my mind. So it was really weird how it happened. We both in a way had similar ideas at the, at a similar time. And then we just started working towards it. And, um, it, it was, he came to me, I went to him and then it became this, how do we make this work? Because since you want to do it, since I want to do it, and we both have like this melting pot of ideas and ways that we can grow the series and make it better and have a good time doing it. What are we going to have to do to make this work? So that's what we've been doing for the last couple months. We've been going through, you know, sponsor stuff and proposals and it's been a big process, but we're both excited to, to get the ball rolling. And I'm, I'm excited to have a new challenge myself, get a new venture going, expand a little bit, go to the races, be part of the action, have a good time, commentate, hopefully grow the series. And um, as much as I love racing, I think that this is, going to be even more fun <laughs> i i love it i i see you and i as like one in the same not not rider level but in in the way that we bring our personality um, to the public well, we have no problem making sure that our extrovertedness and, and our thoughts make it to everyone to enjoy and be enthusiastic about and so i'm very excited for your personality and your thoughts and your opinions because you're such a high level rider and have competed in all of these events here at the 2022, you know, kind of you, what is it, AMA Extreme Championship for the U.S. Yep. Hard Enduro Series, whatever whatever that weird title is that it's supposed to be officially. But what are you, like, if, if we were to say, like, what are the three bullet points, right? Like, what is, how is Max Gersten going to put his stamp on this? Like, and what should we expect kind of as, as all those things you're saying, like all these proposals, all these things, like the level sounds like it's being raised. And I, we're kind of like itching to know what that means before, I guess you could say the gate drops. Yeah, that's well said. There's a lot that's going into it. A lot of different ideas and a lot, a lot of different ways to bring sponsors on board to try to bring everything and everybody up. At the end of the day, the more popular the series is, the better it is for everybody. So we're, we're kind of all just throwing in and doing what we can to make it better. From my end, I'm looking forward to, my goal is to provide insightful and colorful content. I'm, I'm, I've never been a robot. I never could be. I've always just kind of been who I am and that's who I am. So I just want to put a natural spin on things. I don't want to overthink it. I want to have fun. I want to mess with the riders a little bit. I want to, and then when the race is going on, I've been racing for a long time and I have a 
you know, a huge background in racing. So I'm going to, I want to provide content on what's going on with the racers. I want to fill in the fans on what's going on when they're racing on technique stuff on what the riders are thinking, what's going on. I just want to bring the true talent and the beauty of the sport to light in a, you know what I mean? I want to illustrate it. I want to talk about it. I want to get it out there. Um, in a non-robotic, non-robotic in a fun way, because if it's not fun, then who, who, who wants to be a part of it? I know. I mean, uh, I've always been fans of the supercross racers, the motocross racers, the off-road racers who were colorful people who had a lot to bring to the table, not just in the riding people that were good people and had a good time and seemed like they were having fun when they were there. And that's what I want to do. I want to make it a more fun sport. I mean, not that it's already not already fun, but I want to, I want to have a good time. I mean, that's the whole thing. So that's our goal. That's my goal. And I, I think, I think we're on the right track and we'll see how it goes. I love it, man. No, it sounds great. I just have, I have one fun question. So, you know, we know Max Gersten with his cowboy hat, right? The mustache, the cowboy hat, the, the very well-manicured glutes in those nice denims that you like to wear, right? But you're going to have to have, like, gear on and a helmet. So is there going to be, like, a traditional, like, carry-with-you cowboy hat so when you take the helmet off and, and bring the camera on, you can slap it on really quick? Or are we going to have to, like, see helmet hair? It, don't worry. I'll have some – my hat game will be – somehow or another for all the pre-race and, po and post-race stuff i'll definitely have the hat on and then during the race i'll be riding around with a gopro so i'm not we're, we're still formulating our plan and every race is going to be different because we got rob mitchell who's going to be at certain spots throughout the race and then i'll be talking in front of the camera with the microphone with him and then there will be remote spots where i'll have a gopro and i'll be talking about different sections of the race course so some different things going on so i can't guarantee that i'll have my cowboy hat on at all times but luckily unlike a lot of my friends i still have a full head of hair so even if i got to pull the helmet off at least i still got some hair going on you know what i mean hey and we're, <laughs> we're thankful for that buddy some of us lose it and some of us don't i've decided to just grow mine out ever since we got quarantined back in early 2020 and I, i'm loving it i'm just going to keep going it and see how it goes and then whenever i decide to cut it off we're going full-blown mullet however long my hair is we're just going to do it and be weird as all get out. And I think it's going to be a good time. There you go. I like it. Good so plan. Where my head is at about this is, and, and it's, it's ever evolving and it's ever growing and that's totally fine. Right. There are new people coming in the season, the, the series kind of came to a fruition last year. Everybody was super excited, but it was very hard. It sounds like for the promoters, those running behind the scenes to kind of keep up with it. Now we've got new promoters coming in. So is there anything maybe that you guys have talked about that you've learned that you're like, we want to address these things. We know that these were pain points. It sounds that so that racers kind of like have a little bit of understanding again, kind of like what they're, what they're riding into. Yes. The good news is, is myself, Matt and Josh Shecker are coming together and we just, we, we, our goal is to have collaborative efforts every front with the course, with the this, with, with the course, with the scoring. Matt's got a scoring people uh, scoring team now, which is going to be huge for the series. So our scoring is going to be on point. The series schedule is much better and more easy to get to all the races. They still got to go back and forth 
a couple times from the west to the east, but the 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 series schedule is much easier to get to, or much more possible to get to all the races. And um, before last year, it almost seemed kind of random. Like there was there was there were different hands in the pot. Nobody. I I mean. I guess I was I wasn't really involved last year, so I can't really speak on exactly what was going on. Um, but it, it, it seemed like it was a little bit of a scramble all the time. And Matt has done a good job at trying to get a system in place. And uh, Josh she putting Josh Shecker on course duty and letting him actually have that job—that's going to be a big one. And trying to tie it all together. You know what I mean? So that when the riders show up, they have a little bit better idea of what's going to be going on. We're going to have a more consistent scoring system, camera crew and me and media guy. The goal is to make it a more professional series and, and really create value in it. Before we had a series because the sport is growing and growing. And then at some point, everybody wants a series. Obviously, all the riders want a series, the manufacturers want a series. So we've had a series almost just because we needed one. But now it's like now it's time to take that series to the next level and make it a real, a, a legitimate, um, a legitimate product. I mean, right. Yeah, you know. So that that's the goal, and, and that's that's our thoughts. And my the, the thing that I'm most excited about is. Matt so far has been really awesome to work with. He's, he's helped me with a lot of my promotional stuff. Rob Mitchell, super motivated. Josh Shecker is the coolest of cool. So we have a really cool, awesome group of dudes that are coming together. It's like, like a dream team uh, in my opinion. So I'm very excited about that. And we're approaching it from a learning perspective. We're, we're, we're going into this. We're all throwing our ideas in. You're, if they got a good idea great let's go with that it, it doesn't really matter none of this is about pounding our chest we just want to have the good races our goal is to put on good races that's our goal our goal is to put on good races and show that to the fans give give a good way to show that to the fans and that's where i come in and that's the whole goal that's the goal i'll be working with josh on the courses in regards to how it affects media presentation so we'll have a couple different eyes on the courses and stuff like that. So it's, it's going to be a good time. I'm really, really excited. It's going to be tough, a lot of travel, but let's go. Yeah, no, it sounds awesome. Again, as I said, I'm excited to have you on board with those guys too. What you said, I agree just from obviously Rob and I know each other really well from the past couple of years of being able to interact, just having met Matt in Reno for the first, uh, I met him earlier at Tennessee knockout, but really again, kind of got to, know him more in Reno. And then Josh just seems like a cool dude. I haven't had as much interaction, but again, as long as you, what you just said, you're coming at it from a learning perspective. It's like, you know what? It's okay if we fail, but we have to learn from any kind of failure that happens. And then we just walk forward. You know, it's like, what is the next step now? We don't just relish in the fact that something didn't work out. It's no, now we know we can make it better moving forward, which brings me to something you said, exactly. you were talking about what it would take to move forward into racing the hard enduro series again, right? If, if this hadn't come to fruition and you were still thinking about that, there's going to be a lot of people out there that are wondering what those things are, right? They're thinking Max Gersten, top level, right? Professional off-road racer, man, he's got a, he's got holes in his game, you know? So if you, if you could, like, what would that look like? 
where where did you feel you had holes when it came to the hard enduro series last year and how would you address those holes that's a good question are you talking about in terms of like my racing like racing the hard enduros like why wasn't i yeah well, yeah because yeah. you, you said that that was like one of your kind of like sticking points is that you knew if i was going to compete in this series again that i would have to put in the work right and it's like I, I just feel that that means you recognize that there were places you needed to be better and i was wondering what those yeah. were and what that what that process would look like absolutely i it's it, it just as a whole it's the whole it's the whole picture i think that you know i'm 30 years old now i feel like i'm finally hitting point in my life where I, I feel like I'm at my athletic peak to be completely honest with you and I'm also at, I'm also to the point where I can understand a lot more about the mental game and how important that is so knowing that knowing the mental game knowing what I need to do being in the, my athletic prime there's still a lot of bike skills that have to go into it your bike setup needs to be on point that's a yeah, that's a smaller piece of the pie your fitness has to be killer I have good fitness could be better though um the main thing would be just be like being able to tie it all together and to tie it all together you have to do that much more just like anything else the tip of the spear gets really really sharp so if i wanted to get if i wanted to get to that winning level getting five percent better really 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 hard to do so that your 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 mental training needs to get ramped up your physical training needs to get ramped up and you have to have a lot of ride time, especially with these hard enduros. Like there is no replacement for heart for riding ride time. You have to ride a lot. You have to be very familiar with your bike. You need to be on point. Your timing has to be perfect. You have to learn all the new techniques. You have to learn how to use it's, 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 it's hard to compete right now when you, you, there's a lot of ride time and with my business and other things going on right now, I don't have time to go out into the mountains for four or five, six hours at a time. It's that, that's what's hard to do. I love racing and I want to, I do want to progress and get better, but you know, bringing it all together at the highest level is a very hard thing to do. And um, I've always had fun doing it. And I think Endurocross might be a little bit more up my alley, even though I'm more of an endurance guy, Endurocross is fun. It's it's a little more manageable when I have when you have different so many different things going on. Endurocross is a little tighter of a program to be able to, to put an effort towards. I, it, it's a, it, in some ways it's a little bit easier to train for, especially when considering the East Coast races. Training for an East Coast hard enduro is almost completely different than training for anything else. It's yeah, you would have wet, to almost slippery. fly out there or go hang out there for two or three weeks to get in that area. Yeah, exactly. And, and I don't really have the means to do that. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's, I'd have to, I'd have to go all in uh, again. And not that I don't want to do that. It's that other ways to have a good time and be a part of the sport and have fun. And I want to continue to enjoy it. And it's really hard to, to do, to, to do all I, and plus I want to do this. This is something that I've been thinking about and wanting to do for a while. This media job, like I think it's right up my alley being the, doing the commentator thing. So it's, it's something that's been, that's floated to the surface in my world and I, I'm ready to go after that. So 
it's not so much that I don't want to keep racing and that I, I, I'm not really, I don't have the time. I mean, part of it is that, but it's partially that this is a good opportunity. I want to be a part of the sport in a different way. I can't race forever anyway. And this is, a, this is something that's finally floating to the surface that I'm ready to go for. So that's, that's a long answer. I don't even know if I answered the question, but absolutely. No, that's, I think that's phenomenal because what you just, again, as you just said, you're 30 now. And it's like, when I hit 40, I'm 42 now. That's when I felt this push pull of like, I don't think I like this anymore. And it's weird to be like midlife crisis, all that kind of bullshit. Right. But it was what, what happened is, is I was getting opportunities to, to host, right. To talk and to be kind of a voice to the people for whatever the event was. And it was just like, it was mind blowing to me that you could be paid to do that, right? I've been watching Supercross my entire life, going to races, like I knew that MCs and announcers existed, but it never clicked for me that, wait, I could be that person. And then I got a couple opportunities and I was like, I love this. Like, because there's this entertainment aspect of it. There's this storytelling aspect of it. You're truly trying to find the best way to communicate what is happening to the people that care. And it's like, when you think about it that way, opposed to just someone who has to talk, it really, you can really find your own personality in it. And that's why I've loved it and enjoyed it. And again, that's exactly why I'm excited to see what you do with this opportunity, because I think you're going to have a phenomenal, a phenomenal place with that. So everything you said makes sense to me. Other people might be like, Max is a weird guy, but whatever. I think what you said is fantastic. Um, yeah. And, and, I, and I, I guess I don't, in some way, I don't really care what people have to say about it. I, I mean, I do and I don't. I, I just, it's something that I want to do. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. I don't know. I don't have a major plan with pre and post race interviews. I have a general frame that I'm going to try and put things into, but. I want to let it be natural and be a little bit loose with it and see what we come up with. We'll find our way. I'll find the, I'll find the way through. And that's why it's a good opportunity because it's not like I'm not going straight to this, this high level job or something like that. It's kind of like a grassroots thing. We're bringing this, we're bringing everything up from the bottom. We want to bring the sport up from the bottom. We want to get more riders involved, be, be, be better for the amateur riders, put on a better race for the amateur riders and the pros. We want to bring this sport up from the bottom and that's what I'm here for. I want to be, hopefully I can be a good voice for the sport. That's awesome. Speaking of things that are good for the sport is that poster behind you and that amazing cross shot that we've had this entire time. If people don't get a chance to watch some of the video, just know that go find anywhere that the video is shared <laughs> because we got just full on Matt Thurston crotch in our face this whole time. It's the best thing ever. Um, but yet, where's max gersten from right when did max gersten get into riding dirt bikes right like you got this dirt rider cover you've been doing this for a lot i think you said that was 2017 so maybe for those that have like a very little context of who you are like give us give us whatever you want to give us in that realm yeah i started off desert racing pretty much i started riding when i was five years old my parent my dad got me into it or i wanted to get into it so my dad got me a bike and it 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 we never looked at it as a career option. It was never supposed to be a career option. We just had fun doing it. And it was always just like, yeah, dirt bikes are fun, get a job and keep riding dirt bikes for fun and uh, whatever. But it kind of kept snowballing. We, it kept getting out of hand. I, I liked it too much. I, I couldn't get away from it. I, didn't, I couldn't stop riding. And because of that, 
eventually started turning into something that it wasn't really meant to be in the first place. And my mom was a big supporter of it. She's like, you know, cause there is, there is a turning, there is a point where you kind of have to decide a little bit, like, are you going to put some effort into this or not? And we decided to do it all. I went to school a little bit. I, I, I dropped out of college because I, it wasn't for me. I was working a couple of jobs at the same time, racing. It all in. I, I, I'm the guy that likes to get it all in. So um, we just, I've just been getting it all in my whole life and waking up early and riding my dirt bike. And I always just loved riding motorcycles. And I always loved the harder, more technical things. And my career slowly progressed and just kept moving forward. And I just out of pure love and passion for the sport. Um, when things got rolling a little bit better, I went to ISDE in 2011. That was a good, and, and we did it on my own dime. We had a fundraiser and everything else. It was a lot of fun. And then I was working for Stillwell Performance, and he was the team manager for the beta team. And that's when I got my opportunity as an amateur with Factory Beta. And that, and then that led to from then till 2020, I had basically a nine year career with beta. And I'm so grateful for that. I'll be forever grateful to beta for that. Awesome. Not just the opportunity in the first place, but the years and years of support. Um, with, in, in, in some way, they gave me a career, you know, they, they, they curated a career for me. And um, I'm forever grateful for that. And it just kept snowballing and I just kept loving it more and more. I sold, I had a pool business. I sold my pool business like four or five years ago and then a pool service company. And um, I just kind of always stuck with it. I, and just was true to myself about what I like to do. And that was race motorcycles. And um, I never overthought it. I just, going i didn't do it because my dad wanted me to i didn't do it because my mom wanted me to i didn't do it because anybody wanted me to i did it because that's what i wanted to do and it's just been fun it's been a fun ride this whole time and uh and it's it's crazy it's almost like a dream that it's gotten to this point honestly where now i'm uh i'll be a commentator for a series and be providing content from like a professional professional level view it's like it's just crazy to me that I even have that knowledge. It's like, I'm, I'm, it's, it's a, it's a bit, it's been a wild ride. Um, full of ups and downs, obviously, but, uh, you know, if, if it was easy and it was all good, then everybody would do it. So never shied away from a hard time. Always took the long way around and, uh, just going to keep doing that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, yeah, you create, it's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I think one of the, now I've, you said something in there and I brain farted on it. Gas, gas. That's what it was. It was the bike. I looked at the beta and that's where my brain was like, Boop. so are you still going to be on gas, gas? I see the climb jacket. Like what is your kind of package look like for this year, this team that you've been building that you've oh, been yeah. putting together? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Coming into last year, uh, beta and I, they had their own goals. I had my own goals. So it wasn't any like hard feelings or anything like that. We just decided to, if it's not going to work, it's not going to work. We don't have to force anything. So we decided to go our own ways. I've worked with Jeff Aaron now over at gas gas and for next year, they are my factory sponsor. Basically they're actually supporting me to go do the job, which I'm really stoked about. They're supporting the series 
So I'll have a bike at all the, at the races to ride around on an AC 300. Excuse me. And then I had a bunch of, not a bunch, but I've had my long-term sponsors that I've been dealing with for over 10 years now. Um, climb has been a huge one. They have stepped up big time. They're supporting me to go do the media job. They're supporting me to continue to race endurocross. And, um, I've, those guys have been so awesome to deal with over all these years and not to mention that they make the best stuff. So it's like a double whammy and Motul oils have, have been huge. I've been with them for a long time. So they're a title, they're, they're, a, they're, a, uh, like an elite level sponsorship for my program. So I'm probably the biggest one. Gas gas is right there. Motul is right there. And, um, AEO Power Sports. I've got Adidas tires. I've just made these relationships over the years. And um, when, when you have a career and you make relationships and you work hard and you prove to these companies that you're a good person, over the years, they see what goes on behind closed doors, who you really are. And um, I'm very grateful to have these, these sponsorships that want to just keep rolling and now it's to the point where it's like hey i got this media media deal are you guys interested i want to work something out with you guys and like cool yeah this sounds great let's go so we're going and uh so yeah i'll be on the gas gas it's gonna be like a max off-road climb gas gas motul race team basically so and it's kind of it's like kind of divided up into two parts i have like my media portion and then i also have like my racing enduro cross portion so it's an interesting deal and it's a lot, but yeah, no, it's going to be great. Okay. So now that you brought it up, the climb stuff, one of the things that I want to do this year is I want to find the off-road gear for some of the brands out there. Obviously climb is one of them. One I've never worn climb. I hear it's great. It's a little pricey, but in the long run, it's pricier because I know the quality is high from everybody I've talked to. I I've just never purchased any, but what, like, what would you say is like the off-road gear to get from Climb for kind of like putting up against other brands off-road gear? They have a line of gear called the XC Light Gear. It's my favorite stuff. It's light, it's durable, and it has a pocket in the pants. So you can throw your phone in there or keys or whatever it is, your snacks. I'm a big snack guy. I never go without snacks. And uh, I love that. I can never go back to wearing regular moto pants without a pocket anymore. So that's my go-to stuff. And then their layerings, their, their under layers are killer too. I wear their underwear every day and same with like their undershirts. Underwear, kind of like conditions. traditional everyday underwear. Yeah, like uh, oh. uh, like briefs, I guess you could say. Yeah, or, I just took you as a commando kind of guy. So it's uh, shocks sometimes. me a little. <laughs> we all have our moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes. All right. Then, then last depends question. Depends if I'm running or not. Oh uh, well, that, yeah. We don't just like a sports bra. We don't want. We don't uh, want stuff jumbled up too much. Exactly. We don't need pain with our fun. So then, right. Let's close it with what's your favorite snack? Like, what should we all be snacking on? I like meat snacks. Like I, I, I I'm old school. Maybe you call me a caveman. I don't care. I like meat, whether it's bison or elk or beef. Uh, I, I, I tend to favor meat snacks, but I also really like Kate's real food bars killer. Um, and then I also really like hammer nutrition bars. They make good bars too. I'm not even just trying to plug my people right now, but I kind of am at the same time. 
never go without snacks, meat snacks, carbs, but you got to get your carbs and your sugars. I hammer gels. Those things get me through. Sometimes I keep those things on deck when it comes to racing. So, um, yeah, meat, all this vegetarian stuff. That's not for me. I go with the meat snacks all day long and, uh, yeah, you gotta go, you gotta get the protein and your fats. Don't shy away from fat protein and carbs. You need it all. I'm right there with you. I either like the Duke's little sausage sticks, meat sticks. Oh, they're good. Or the, uh, I like Epic bars. I get Epic bars, which are my meat bars. And then Thunderbird bars are kind of like my more fruity stuff, veggie shit that's going to have some of the carbs in it and stuff like that, kind of up against Kate's, but with less of, For the, sure. less of the grains. But Right. Oh, that's good. I'm right there with you, buddy. All right. Well, dude. Okay. Well, honestly, is there anything that you want to say that I didn't ask about? And then we can, we can call it a Thursday. I don't think so. I, I really don't. Um, I'm just really excited. I'm really excited to go out there and have some fun. I want to keep this sport what I think it's supposed to be, which is a fun time. I, I want to keep the kids having a good time. I want to help the kids coming up. I want to help the kids coming up enjoy the sport how I feel like it's supposed to be enjoyed, which is Yes, train hard. Yes, put in the work, but at the same time, enjoy it. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Have a good time. Feel it. Get into it because one day when it's all over, you're going to be going, that was really good old days and you didn't even enjoy it. So make sure you're enjoying it along the way. Let's go have a good time. And uh, if you see me at the races, make sure and come up and say what's up. It's all good. Awesome, dude. Well, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you very much for your time. I'm going to hit stop. And, oh, where can people find you, right? I know you still do training schools and stuff. Yeah, my training schools are on my website at maxoffroad.com with a dash in between the off-road. And my Instagram, maxoffroadtraining, or my Instagram, maxgersten. So that's where you can find me. I'm pretty easily reachable. So if you guys have any questions in regards to training, life, anything else, just hit me up. Dig it. Well, I'm going to hit stop. And thank you for your time, buddy. Absolutely, man. Thanks for the call. I appreciate you. You got it. I hope this conversation gave you a little bit more context going into the 2022 U.S. Hard Enduro season and taught you a few things you didn't know about Max Gersten. If you enjoyed it, share it with a riding buddy or drop a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Reminder that we have the new YouTube channel and shirts, hats, and hoodies in the shop. Links are in the description if you're feeling frisky. If we don't see you on the trail, We'll see you on the internet. Enjoy getting seat time.